welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick, I'm your host. In this week's episode, I'm going to give you a brief commentary, seven wise sayings on the value of silence. If you're new to the podcast, super happy that you found us. And if you've been here before, please help us spread the word. About what? About how to become an intentional communicator. The value of clarity and silence, being intentional. Prepare before you communicate. Written a book called Brief, which is all around clear and concise communication. Written a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus, which is around how to lower the noise, manage the noise in your life. One of the key characteristics for people that can do this well are people that use quiet during their professional day. And I'm in the process, I mentioned this a few weeks ago, of writing a third book called Quiet Works, which is going to come out in 2024. If you didn't know this, we have two big programs, the Brief Lab, where we have courses in person and online that teach people verbal and written communication, how to run meetings, how to facilitate meetings. Um, that's all under the Brief Lab, those programs. If you go to thebrieflab.com, you'll find information on those programs. And if you go to thequietworkplace.com, you'll see information about programs that we have related to quiet and the value of quiet, how to make it practical, how to make it simple, how to be encouraged, make it accessible, inviting, so people don't think of it's weird. It's like, no, professionals who are improving their craft as communicators and as professionals take time and quiet every day. They don't run from it. Talked about this a few weeks ago. They embrace it. I used to run from it. I stopped. It changed me. It changed me as a professional. It was the missing ingredient in, ingredient in my professional life. Why did I, and why am I writing this book? Because it literally was the missing part of my life. Most of my thinking prior to that was done on the fly. When I started dedicating time in my day to quiet, it changed how I thought. It improved how I communicated and the results professionally were significantly better. I started feeling less out of control. I started feeling more confident. Clarity was driving decisions, not impulse. Chaos wasn't the norm of the day. It was confidence. And I want you to feel the same way. It's not a luxury. It's an appointment. It's not a technique. It's an appointment. So quietworks, quiet-works.com or thequietworkplace.com. We have some challenges, practices, principles there, and more news to come about the book. Um, I also would, would encourage you, if you go there, that we have a free quiz. It just gauges quickly how noisy is your environment. It's a quiet quiz. If you go on the, the quietworkplace.com, you'll see a little quiet quiz. Take that. It'll give you some initial indication of just the some of the challenges you may face already as a professional in your environment. So in writing this book... I'm doing research, and one of the things that I want to go back to is, are the people that have seen and valued silence and quiet. And there's millions and millions of quotes on this. And some of the stuff is, you know, honestly, I did a lot of research. Some of it's a little weird. Some of it's a little just a little too profound, a little too esoteric, a little bit too squishy. Um, people talk about silence and, you know, um, I mean, not to be critical, but you know, talking about all these things like transcendental and Zen and all these I, mindfulness. And it's just, there's a whole rabbit hole of stuff to go down there. And if you wanted to go down there, I'm not criticizing it. I'm sure there's a ton of goodness in it. 
I just found that a lot of that stuff that I researched um, for the book Noise and also f for Quiet, Quiet Works book is, was just inaccessible to me. It wasn't practical. It wasn't simple. It was, it was trying too hard. So, but I did realize that, hey, you know, I want to remind you that from wiser minds than mine, <laughs> there are reasons to embrace quiet. And, you know, when you think about, you know, going back in the past and doing some research, a lot of fun, just kind of hearing from the great minds what they had to say about it. And I came up with seven, seven wise sayings. And I'll go through each of them with a little bit of a brief commentary. Um, I do want to tell you, though, to think about this, and I mentioned this, I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, the urge to talk is strong. It's hard to resist always being on, always being connected, always communicating at all hours. Shutting it off in quiet in our age, in our day, is very difficult. I am, I'm a realist. And the reason that's motivating me to do this work and talk about this stuff is I realize how darn hard this is on a day-to-day -day basis for professionals to just literally take a knee for five minutes and just, just think, just read, just listen, do nothing for 10 minutes from eight to eight, 10 in the morning, from 12 to 12, 15 in the middle of your day, from three to three 30 in the afternoon, make that appointment is really hard because the urge to communicate is strong. Our world is wired for collaboration, yours and mine. And the only way you might feel to get out of it is to sort of just get in your car and drive to the woods and never be seen, you know, for the rest of the week. That's not realistic for most people, unless you're, unless you're in the forestry industry, you're probably not going to be driving to the woods. So your life, like mine, is stuck in this world called noise, and it's a noise haven, and i got to figure out a way to navigate it. So we're going to go to the past and these words of wisdom from seven famous and not-so-famous people, and we're going to... I'll quote them and have a little comment on them, and that'll be that. Let's take a lesson here. Okay. The first quote is from a guy named William Penn. Now, I'm not going to do exhaustive research on each one of these people, but some of them are, you've, are super famous. William Penn is the founder of Pennsylvania. He's a Quaker, and he um, he died before the, the War of Independence, so in the early 1700s. His quote is, True silence is the rest of the mind, and is to the spirit what sleep is to the body, nourishment and refreshment. Okay, why am I quoting William Penn? Quiet's needed to rest. Our body needs to sleep. Our minds need to rest. If we're working them like crazy all day long and we don't rest them, it's bad. Same thing with your body. You can't go three days without sleep. You need sleep. Quote number one, William Penn. Next one, Napoleon Hill. And who is Napoleon Hill? Napoleon Hill is an American author who is famous for writing a book called Think and Grow Rich. His quote is, wise men, when in doubt whether to speak or to keep quiet, give themselves the benefit of the doubt and remain silent. Quiet gives us an opportunity for self-control. Don't say anything. Sometimes it's best to say nothing. Our third quote from Confucius. We all know who Confucius is. Silence is a true friend who never betrays. Why is that important? Because it's always a good thing. It's never going to hurt. It'll always help to spend a little bit of time in quiet, even though we're afraid of it. Silence is a true friend who never betrays. 
trust in that friendship. Quote number four, Stephen Hawking, the astrophysicist, the late astrophysicist, quiet people have the loudest minds. You realize that a man that brilliant, exceedingly brilliant, probably let us spend a lot of time thinking about things, right? So their minds are active and quiet people have the loudest minds. I suspect he wasn't talking about introverts. Quote number five from Albert Einstein. The monotony and solitude of a quiet life stimulate the creative mind. You know, Einstein, probably a lot like Hawking, is spending a lot of time thinking about things. He once said that he, he's like, I'm, he, said, he said, I'm paraphrasing, it's not that I'm smarter than most people. I, ju I just think about problems longer than they do. No, I suspect he was a lot smarter than most people, but he admits that he spent a lot of time in monotony, in this monotonous time alone. So the monotony and solitude of a quiet life stimulate the creative mind. The creativity comes from monotony and solitude. We want to have more creative solutions, take more time and quiet to think about them. That's from Einstein. Number six, this is one of my favorites from Blaise Pascal, who is a French uh, mathematician and philosopher. All of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. That is so good. It's worth repeating. All of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. When I read that quote, he wrote a book called The Penzies, P-E-N-S-E-E-S. -E -E I don't do a lot of book recommendations on the podcast. I highly recommend you read it. Um, in his Penzies, his thoughts, this was one of the quotes I read. And when I read it, I'm like, this, you're going to the source of the problem. Stop moving, stop talking. In a lot of our problems, the world's problems go away. It's the constant movement and the constant communication that cause a lot of problems. Quiet is the antidote, lowers the noise. Love that quote from Blaise Pascal. And finally, number seven, from a guy named Thomas Merton, who was a Trappist monk writer, wrote a lot about silence and solitude. His quote is, the solitary life being silent clears away the smokescreen of words that man has laid down between his mind and things. Love that. Did a podcast recently. We just probably listened to maybe the fog of work last week. He's saying it just, it is what will clear away the smokescreen of words. You know, we see the power, certainly the beauty in that quote, in the wisdom of that quote, of how powerful words are to create a smokescreen between what we're thinking and things. Talk is cheap, and man is a cheap, but is it really, really everywhere? <laughs> Just talk, talk, talk. It creates this creep smokescreen. And he's saying the solitary life being silent clears away the smokescreen of words that man has laid down between his mind and things. Now, if you go back to the previous week's podcast about I'm in the fog of work and now I'm trying to get out of it, well, that's what he's telling. He's saying, they take time out. Like, hold on a second, time out quiet, taking quiet to think will clear away the smoke green of words. 
getting at what matters most. And that's from Thomas Merton. So I go back and I look at these, you know, we Einstein and Pascal and William Penn and Stephen Hawking and Merton. There are more, you know, many more quotes on this and I can go on all day and not because the promise here was seven wise sayings on silence, right? That'll help you is that this is nothing new. You know, if you think about the world that we live in, the world that we people lived in before, the value of this, this time alone, is critical. It's critical for your for your thriving. It's critical for your clarity. And you think about the people that you work with. This is why I I do the podcast and I love doing the podcast. I think about, you know, I'm talking to you personally right now as your influence on other people in the the situation that many of us find ourselves in where we just think that we can't, we can't escape this and we, we can't get out of it. The world is just filled with this sort of, um, enticing, um, pervasive noise that I just can't in a work, in a professional context, I can't get out of it. And the answer is you can it's difficult. I'm not going to say it's not difficult. It's difficult. And we have to go back to the past and look at these people that have been espousing these brilliant minds about how they found this to be the secret ingredient in their life, whether it's driving creativity, innovation, rest, um, value, um, humanity, like all these things that it's driving. Um, are critical, but only can be found if you, if you permit yourself, it is not a luxury, the need to make this part of the day. And I keep on talking about this because I think that this gets pushed out. Like, okay, I can't, I can't do silence. I can't do quiet because it's too tough. And I'm like, yeah, you can. And I keep on going back to the need for these people from our past, these words of wisdom to inspire us, to motivate us. And those are the words of wisdom. So hopefully you enjoyed me sharing those. And I'll maybe I conclude with one for myself, all for myself, if you permit me to. Sometimes the best thing to do is to have silence speak to you and for you. Just saying.